0: This concept quickly. If anyone in this room is looking for an instructor, a drill instructor, a sergeant, a lieutenant to get you through this academy, get up and get out now. It's not going to happen. I'm not here to get you through the academy. That's not my function. It's not my job. My job is to place obstacles in front of you. It's your job to develop a process and how to get through those obstacles and move forward. My job is to make things uncomfortable. Uncomfort, discomfort promotes change, promotes better habits. From there, it's up to you whether you develop the self-discipline to sustain those habits moving forward. Make sense? Yes, Yes sir. If you're looking from the outside, Outside factors to get you through this academy. Do
1: not come back on the eighth. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the subject of fear and leadership, and the effects, the ripple effects, fear has in any team. organization. But before we get into that, I'd like to hit on some quick admin stuff. If you like what you hear with Fido Talk, go ahead and subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and give a thumbs up, a subscribe, and if you would, a quick review. It really helps us as we move along and Kind of spread the word out there to people who are interested, specifically young people who are interested in leadership and a little bit of self development. So if you would, subscribe, leave a review, and let us know what you think. Thanks. Now, let's jump into it. Let's talk about fear. Definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or is a threat. Now, in teams, groups, organizations, whatever industry that you might be a part of, anything that involves more than one person or some sort of a structured organizational management team, um, whether it's the, the CEO, the top dog, on down, there is some sort of a structure where somebody answers to somebody, someone answers to someone else, all the way up to the top, and then at the end of the day, the sole responsibility of everything within that organization or that team or that group is the top dog. He's responsible. He owns everything, every bit of it across the board. So, going back to a post I wrote on Instagram, I, for a while, for quite a while, I had something that was eating at me. Where, why is it that people are afraid to make a decision? They're afraid to exercise any type of, Critical thinking, like reflexive thinking, where where has that gone away, and, and and why? Like why is that? Why do, whether it's the the boots on the ground, the worker, why are they afraid to make a decision, or or why don't they make a decision? I should say, um, why is people always looking to the left, to the right, to up, down, to for someone else to make a decision or, or an idea. Um, and as I looked around in my workplace, it became incredibly clear. It's fear. It's that simple. It's, it's fear. Fear is one of the most influential, strongest human emotions there is, and it dictates a lot of what we do. There is, we can harness that and use it as a driving force, but for the most part, the majority of the time, it hamstrings us, it hampers us, right? It affects all kinds of things. It affects our, most importantly, it affects our decision making. And if we hold any kind of an appointed position where we have subordinates and human beings to to look after, our decisions will affect the professional life and the professional realms, but also those have carryover into people's personal lives. The short-sightedness that fear imparts on bosses, because bosses, managers, supervisors tend to just dis- make their decisions and and their there are blanket decisions where everyone is encompassed and, and, and falls under a blanket of now everyone will do this, everyone will do that. And that whole blanket approach simply doesn't work. And it doesn't work because of the biology of indiv- individual personality differences, right? Everybody's different. Individual differences and there's different characteristic patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving. And everyone is different. So to throw a blanket over the whole team, instead of putting the work in, to take care of specific issues on an individual level, is just, it it lends itself to being lazy, right? And and why, again, why are we lazy? Or, Or why is the perception of somebody lazy? Well, it in Dave Thompson's opinion, and again, this is just Dave Thompson unpacking some stuff. It doesn't mean it's the way. It's just a way, right? I might not be 100% right. And my way or my approach or my way of thinking might not be exactly what everyone agrees with or is successful with. It's just a way. The... The way I see it, though, through my experience and, and what I've seen, is it it all comes back to fear. We do what's easy instead of doing what's right. Where we may be afraid of the hard work, we may be afraid of the the time, energy, and dedication that it takes to do the right thing, we might be afraid of the structure and the self-discipline that it takes to do what we need to do on an individual level, on a team level, on an organizational level, because I think deep down, most people, and I can speak for like an industry that is in That involves a lot of A-type personalities, a lot of alpha-type attitudes and approaches, is that we as a whole understand that it's the discomfort that's going to elicit the change. It's the discomfort that is going to propel us forward. But it's also the fear of discomfort that paralyzes and cripples us from moving forward. It's fear. Some of the most effective leaders, though, understand that. Like, emotion isn't going anywhere. You feel what you're going to feel. That whole bullshit that is all over social media about, you know, stop giving a fuck what other people think. Other people's opinions of you doesn't matter. You know, fuck them, all this other crap. We care. Like, that's not going away. We care. Now, are we going to develop the courage in spite of that and keep pushing forward? That's where it's won. That's where the change starts to take place. Right? The fear of what others think. Okay, courage, the definition of courage is seeing the dangers, seeing the disappointments, seeing the the threats, seeing those things in front of us, and pushing forward despite them. Those aren't going anywhere. No matter how much we can try to convince ourselves or put on that fraudulent front, call it what it is, no matter what, if we don't push on in spite of it, we're succumbing to those fears. And it's not courageous. And some people, you know, they can screw the pooch for their whole career and kind of stay under the radar and stay stagnant and keep repeating the cycles of, of disappointment and oh and everyone else and, and start looking from the you know, the outside in rather than the inside out. And and that's that's all born out of a fear. It's all born out of a fear how do how do and now how do you overcome that well that that's the hundred thousand dollar question right How the fuck do you overcome that and in my opinion, that's a very very individual process. It's something that you we as influential nobodies and I, when I say nobodies i mean boots on the ground like the worker bees all the way up to, you know it's a frontline leader's middle management all the way up to the top that's something that we have to work out amongst ourselves it could be all kinds of different things talking to somebody um you know developing some sort of influence mentorship or it, it could be you know writing journaling the, the the stoic ways the old you know philosophers ways um it could be a shitload of different processes to get us through that. The deal is putting in the work to develop your your process. But leading with fear, leading with uh, a blanket approach—it's—it's it's just not leading. It's managing. It—it's—it's it's overprotecting yourself it's covering your ass to the point where it's detrimental to the overall team nobody wants to lose a position no one wants to learn uh, lose a good gig no one wants to go backwards and that's all understandable nobody does but at the end of the day what are you sacrificing to keep those positions? What are you sacrificing to keep those gigs? Like, what do you value more? The short-term gain or the long-term piece, the The ability to know that you've left and cultivated some more effective leaders than yourself. And that's the end game for a leader, right? To cultivate more effective, better, more successful leaders than yourself, right? It's a very selfless game. It's a very selfless genre. I think, though, that carrot that's dangled in front of you by managers and bosses, it's not... As tasty a treat as we may think it is. Um, the, the ability to work through things and to develop the self discipline to maintain those habits, those habits of working, doing the right thing, talking to people, getting to know your coworkers your subordinates, getting to know them, at least, at the very least, on a very neutral, fundamental level, is terribly important. The single guy who is young and full of vinegar and, and ready to go, the approach will be different than the maybe the guy who's a couple of years, seven, ten years older, starting with a young family or starting out with a young family, maybe the approach is a little bit different, right? Maybe the incentive for each of them to complete the same task is different. The approach will be different. The fear of making everyone do everything the same and suppressing that creativity and suppressing that, the critical thinking, the reflexive thinking, the decision-making, Those type of things, the discretion that you're taking away from individuals is hurting the team. And again, it all comes back to fear. If I can have my thumb on every part of the team and the activities and the decisions and, and what goes on, then I can have some measure of control. I can take a measure of credit. I can pat myself on the back. I can make my my bar graphs and my pie charts and go in to the top dogs and say, "Hey, look at I did." You know what I mean? I'm worthy of the next promotion, the next gig, the more money, and so forth and so on. On the backs of somebody else—that's bullshit. That's trash. That's fucking garbage. Okay, you're, you're what you are gaining by taking away those very, very necessary skill sets, is detrimental to the overall mission. It's detrimental to the next objective that you have to take care of. It's complete garbage. And again, I'm not here to blow smoke up anybody's ass and tell anybody that it's easy or that I personally haven't made mistakes, absolutely, 100%. Am I as dialed in as I should be? Nope. Nope. Do I procrastinate? Yep. Yep. It happens all the time. To recognize it, to work towards improving is where we need to we need to be. And that involves some serious self-assessments, some no shit self-assessments, to be able to look at yourself, to critique yourself, to take constructive criticism and Take that as a learning point to drive your, your self-training, right? You need some feedback in order to map out where you need to be or where you would like to be. And no one can do that for you. So you can get some feedback, but it will stop there at hearing it unless you decide that I'm going to take that, start working from the inside out and fucking drive on, right? That that's that's what it comes down to, building that resiliency. You build that resiliency in yourself, set the example and start building some resili- resiliency inside your team or your coworkers. That may el- start eliciting some change, maybe get some people to take notice. Again, working through the fear Developing the courage to do so—it's not easy, and it's not an overnight thing, and it's not a one and done. It's a continual process. At the end of the day, as a potential leader or a leader, or if you consider yourself a leader, is it—is it worth it? Is it worth the the work? Right? Is it worth the discomfort? Is it worth setting the example? The only one who can answer that is you on an individual level. The individuals make up the teams, the teams make up the organization. The weaker the individuals, the weaker the overall organization. If you believe in your team and the individuals around you, then I submit it's worth it. If you don't, then it's just not. If you got, if you believe you're worth it, if you believe the team's worth it, then you're right. If you believe, if you don't believe in it, you're also right. Whichever way you go, it's still going to be hard, right? I have a friend who uses the phrase "pick your fucking struggle," right? So pick your struggle. One way or the other, it's always going to be hard. Like life's hard, work's hard, right? Whatever we choose to do, it's fucking hard. Pick your hard. But what hard gives you the most payoff? And I'm not talking money-wise. I'm talking mind, body, spirit. What's the most fulfilling? There's some questions, right? Maybe some food for thought. Um, But that's it for today. I do appreciate everybody's feedback on social media. I know I'm not as consistent as I should be. Um, I'm working on a few things. Uh, I'm going to be releasing some stuff soon. Uh, I appreciate everyone's patience. I appreciate the listen. And again, if you get a chance, subscribe, leave a review, uh, pass the word on. Um, always looking to collab, always looking to uh, talk to people, maybe get some interviews going. So, um, again, I appreciate all the feedback, all the support, and we'll definitely talk to you on the next one. Take care. I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode of Fido Talk with Dave Thompson. If you would, please subscribe and review. It helps a lot. Uh, share the word with your friends and family. Have them check it out and provide some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Check us out at com for the latest blog and different perspectives on everything leadership. Follow us on the gram and on our newly updated Facebook page. Uh, share your comments, your thoughts, your views. Any and all feedback is always welcome. And don't forget, keep kicking those fucking doors in. And as always, Fido. I appreciate you guys listening. Take care. And see
0: you next time.